Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. All right, welcome into this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southie as we deliver to you another brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available for you at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. So you can go back and listen to any of our previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio, as I mentioned, at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. So head on over there to one of those podcast locations, search for Southern Race Week, and make sure you download, listen in, and subscribe to the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Once again, as I mentioned earlier, my name is Alfie. WB will be joining us here later on in this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radios. We have another jam-packed episode of the program for you here in just moments. We're going to be hearing from Jacqueline Drake of Flow Racing and then also top fuel champion in the NHRA series, Doug Coletta, and then also from Rev Racing, a part of the diversity program in 2024 from the great state of Georgia, Laney Bice. So looking forward to having those great guests join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. And one of the big changes coming in 2024 is the NASCAR Cup Series schedule. A lot of changes going on. Races going away. New tracks being introduced. Uh, dates of races have changed around. And Atlanta Motor Speedway is one of those races that have uh, new dates in uh, 2024. Instead of March, which has been the race weekend for the last few years at Atlanta Motor Speedway, they now move to February. That'll be the second race of the season in the Cup Series after the Daytona 500. You have the doubleheader weekend on Saturday, February 24th with the Xfinity Series and Craftsman Truck Series. And then on Sunday, February 25th, the Ambetter Health 400. And then, normally, we've had July as the race date for the Quaker State 400, available at Walmart. But now, we're going to move that to September with the Xfinity Series race on Saturday, September 7th. And then the kickoff of the playoffs in 2024 will take place at Atlanta Motor Speedway with the Quaker State 400 available at Walmart. That'll be on Sunday, September 8th. And to bring us up to date on all the details of these two race dates in 2024 for Atlanta Motor Speedway, let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in the Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Brandon Hutchinson! Mr. Hutchinson, as always, we appreciate it. We take some time to join us here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully having a great day today, my friend. Yeah, we are having a great day. Thank you for having me. Like you were talking about, our dates have changed, so it's hard to believe that we're on deck. Daytona's up to the up to the plate, and we're on deck. It'll be here before we know it. As you mentioned, the new race date, you guys are going to be a month earlier than you were the last few years. Normally, the race date's in in mid-March, now you're in mid-February, right after the Daytona 500. So you come off one of the biggest weekends in the NASCAR schedule. And then a lot of people say the regular season pretty much kicks off with the second race of the year because of all the pomp and circumstance of the Daytona 500. And that falls on the responsibility of yourself and your entire staff there. How's the uh, preparation and everything going on? You know, planning's going great for the Ambitter Health 400 race weekend. You know, it's we got a great team here, so we could race in two weeks and, and we would be ready. But, you know, it, it really does. It was a great opportunity for families to get Christmas presents of NASCAR. Um, now it's just that much better. We're a month early.
earlier. So I would encourage people to uh, go ahead and get your tickets. Makes a great holiday gift. It's a perfect stocking stuffer. Um, but yeah, the, the timeline's a little bit shorter for us, but that just means that we get to race at Atlanta Motor Speedway that much sooner. So we're excited about that. And you mentioned it, Brandon, a perfect opportunity to get that stocking stuffer for that special NASCAR fan in your life. And no better way to kind of say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year than having two great race weekends to enjoy at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And Brandon, your staff, as you mentioned, always does a great job of welcoming a NASCAR nation. You have so many activities, so many things that you always have planned for those weekends. As you've always said, you wanted to bring the party back to the infield and all over Atlanta Motor Speedway, which you've done with the fan zone, um, the peach pit in the infield that you have with the concerts, the fireworks show, all the entertainment. Also great uh, performances leading into the races for both the Xfinity Truck Series and the Cup Series. So I'm sure you're excited to... Uh, unveil all the plans i'm sure later on when things kind of start falling into place and you start making those announcements to our listeners out there about all the great activities and events you have lined up for that first race weekend in february yeah absolutely you know we do want to bring the party back and we're going to continue to bring the party back that doesn't mean that we don't have great opportunities for families to come out and enjoy the race weekend because we do things like the hauler parade the camper appreciation party as you mentioned, the fan zone and, and trackside live and, and everything that go, comes with that. But, you know, we also want to make sure that we do. We have opportunities for our fans to cut loose. It's February. It's late February. You will have been cooped up in the house for a few months by that time. So hopefully fans will come out and enjoy the weekend with us. If not, at least come out and hang with us for a day. We're going to be partying all race weekend. We've got great things lined up. You know, you get to the point where it's almost like, guys, we've got too much going on. And, and I don't say that tongue-in-cheek. We work real hard to make sure what we do have for the fans is first class. And I don't ever want to water that down. I want to make sure the experiences that we provide are second to none. And we're going to do that in February during the Better Health 400 race weekend. Our fans know it they can expect it kids are free for the doubleheader on saturday kids are only 10 bucks for sunday those price points haven't changed aren't going to change we've got the uh, weather guarantee so if the weather did go sideways on us our fans can rest assured knowing that they'll be able to come see a race at atlanta motor speedway or another one of our racetracks across the country so it is a great time to be at atlanta motor speedway again christmas is just around the corner Get online, find a price point that works great for your family, and just know when you come to Atlanta Motor Speedway, there's going to be a lot happening. And listen, what's more is what's going on on track. Our fans have an affinity for racing. They want to see racing. They want to be entertained while they're here, but they're really here for the racing. Our racing is second to none since the reconfiguration, the increased banking. We've had more side-by-side white knuckle, edge of your seat action than anybody on the NASCAR circuit. Speaking with Executive Vice President and General Manager of Atlanta Motor Speedway, Brandon Hutchinson, and to purchase those tickets, get those campground sites, head on over to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com or call 877-9-AMS-TIX. That's 877-9-AMS-T-I-X. And I get your tickets here. And then Brandon, I've had the opportunity to camp out uh, at the track both races last year and i had a blast camping out it was so much fun in the infield you've always said that you want to make coming to a race worth the dollars that people work so hard for that's always been something that's important to you and not only you but also all the smi tracks along the uh, nascar cup series circuit 
Well, you know, we realize people work real hard for their money, and we know that everything costs more these days. Not everything. Our race tickets are the same price, but but no, I'm just, you know, that was tongue in cheek. But everything, everything costs more. It's very expensive to to uh, carry on a household just to make ends meet. So we want to make sure that if, if fans want to come see a NASCAR race, they've got an opportunity. We have price points for everybody. We've got insider club packages, which gives you tickets to every race this year, and it comes with different perks. Um, we just want to make sure that if you want to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway, come hang with us. Camping starts at a very reasonable $75 for the entire weekend. Like you said, infield camping is second to none. You get to watch all of the racing of the weekend play out in front of you, but you're steps away from uh, the peach pit. You're steps away from the garage area, the pre-race stage, driver introductions, the concert that we're inevitably going to have, even though we can't talk about it yet. Um, you know, and then we've got shuttles that'll take you out to the fan zone. So there's just so much to do. We're a really big campus. We've got the uh, gathering place, but we've got bocce ball courts and cornhole courts and string lighting and, and grills. We've got a dog park. We've got the park pavilion where we've got expanded Wi-Fi. We've got another fireplace that'll be uh, hopping all, all weekend. So, you know, you couple that with the fan zone. The fan zone has a kid's zone. There's just a lot to do, and we hope your listeners will come out and join us. Well, it should be an exciting weekend of racing, uh, Brandon, at AMS. As I mentioned, we got the two race dates, uh, the weekend of February 24th and the 25th, as we'll have the uh, Freight 208 uh, Craftsman Truck Series race, the Raptor 250 Xfinity Series doubleheader, Saturday, February 24th, and then on Sunday, February 25th, the M Better Health 400, and then we'll return in September for Xfinity Series racing on Saturday, September 7th. And then the Quaker State 400 available at Walmart will kick off the NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. That'll be on Sunday, September 8th. Once again, to purchase your tickets before they're all gone, AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com or call 877-9-AMSTIX to get your tickets. And Mr. Hutchinson, as always, we appreciate your support of the program all throughout 2023. Alfred, I appreciate you having me on this year. It's been a great, great 2023. I hope your listeners have a very safe, blessed holiday season. We look forward to 2024, and hopefully uh, hopefully we'll see you soon, buddy. Hey, guys, this is Jansen Marshbanks, Tour and 12 driver of the Cars Tour, and you are listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network at Southies. We continue on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, and we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the Food Depot Zoom line. She is a great friend of the show. She works for NASCAR.com, for NASCAR Roots Program, and then also you can see and hear her covering a lot of short track events for Flow Racing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Miss Jacqueline Drake! Hi, Al. How are you? Miss Drake, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. As always, good to be on the show. Uh, it's been a pretty good day. I'm currently in Nashville for the NASCAR banquet. Well, I know you're going to be you're extremely busy, so we're we're going to try to get this as quickly as done for you. So I know you got a lot of things going on, and we really, as I mentioned, appreciate you uh, taking the time. But as I mentioned, uh, you've been working with NASCAR Roots uh, for NASCAR.com. You're also been a a broadcaster, pit reporter, doing play-by-play for as well for Flow Racing. And before we wrapped up our season here on the Southern Race Week Radio, we wanted to kind of look back on the year and everything. You've seen a lot of great racing 
uh, as covering stuff for Flow Racing. So uh, tell us a little bit about the year, Jacqueline, because you covered a lot of races, a lot of events, a lot of different um, series and everything like that. Um, does anything really stand out to you as far as highlights for you covering uh, the short track world here in, in 2023 with Flow Racing? You know, there's a lot of things that stand out for me it, it, that came from this year. Not only that, just it being the 75th anniversary for NASCAR. I mean, I was able to be at the Chicago street course race and I traveled to right around 40 events this year um, throughout short track and the national series. So um, it was it was a wild, wild year of and super busy, to, to say the least. Um, but you know, from my perspective, um, I got to work on some wheel and modified events this season. Um, also jumped in the booth for the first time with the Cars Tour, as well as covering half of the Bowman Gray season, uh, pit reporting for half of the Cars Tour season, did all the NASCAR Virginia Triple Crown, the Martinsville event, Hampton Heat, and South Boston. Um, I mean, man, there's there's so many great moments that happen throughout the season and so many great people too along the way that you get to meet and and see them grow as drivers and um you know their ability on what they can do inside of motorsports so i uh, i am honestly uh, overwhelmed as i like i said i'm here in nashville and it's like a really good time to reflect on how the season has been and um it feels like a bit of a blur but it's been quite a blessing to be able to go and and travel and you know, meet these people and, and feel like you're helping the the good of motorsports. And um, that's kind of what I try to do. Um, and and also get to be a part of these events as a broadcaster is definitely surreal um, when I think about the journey that it took to get here and um, how long, you know, I've been wanting to, to do this as a full-time career. So the grind is real, but um, blessed to be able to be here and do it. Now, being so busy during out the season, as you mentioned, doing short track events, working with the NASCAR Premier Series uh, as well. Now, as we wind things down, as you mentioned, you're at the banquet. So that's pretty much ends things for you. And now you have a little bit of time off before we start things up, back up in 2024. So during the off season, what are your plans? Do you have anything lined up to kind of relax and decompress and, and kind of get your your energy your batteries filled up so when we get to 2024 and daytona that you're ready to go and all charged up yeah i i hope so i actually have one more week after this because we have pri coming up and i go to pri and work the booth and we do tons of meetings there so um you know our season really starts early with coliseum coming up and everything like that so um i'm hoping to be able to take some time to do a little bit of a vacation i I also always take a week in January and go to the Chili Bowl this year coming up. It'll be my 18th consecutive one. So we make that a bit of a family event. We have, My dad has a team and we have all of our um, friends and family come out. And it, it really is like a little like racing family reunion every year, which I, I look forward to that. I can't say it's like the most glamorous vacation because it's inside an expo center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but, um, it is a good time and I'm hoping to at least get out to a beach at one point, um, before I hit back going and traveling once again. 
Speaking with Jacqueline Drake here on this week's edition of Southern Racing Radio from uh, NASCAR Roots, as well as the Flow Racing as well. Now, earlier this week, Jacqueline, you had the great honor of emceeing a big announcement from the Cars Tour Series that ZMAX will be now their official primary sponsor, but that also they've signed on with Flow Racing to continue the partnership that you guys have as their official uh, streaming partner broadcasting all the events for the Cars Tour Series in 2024. That's a big news deal for you because you're a part of Flow Racing, as you mentioned earlier, that you covered a lot of the races for Cars Tour Series, but then also the history of your 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 kind of affiliation with Cars Tours, because that's where we kind of first met you when you first started yeah. coming on the program, because you were a part of the Cars, Cars Tour Series before advancing on and doing now these new things that you're doing with your career. So how instrumental was it for you guys at Flow Racing to get this deal done with the Cars Tour Series to continue your uh, relationship and partnership with them? Well, I, you know, a couple of thoughts on that is you're right. Like my relationship with Cars Tour started essentially 10 years ago. In 2024, it'll be their 10th year of competition. And the growth that the series has had has been truly remarkable. I, I don't think that any of us, when if you would have asked us in that first inaugural season that it would come to this point uh, where it's completely blown up it's getting national exposure and it's really a good you know ground for late model racing to grow and develop drivers up into the ranks it it's wild to see the progression so the the press conference announcing everything was a little bit of one of those moments that is surreal like wow this is really grown um and it makes me happy to see that and and all the owners that are involved are extremely motivated they love it they talk about it nonstop. And I love that that is who's in charge and has, you know, a grasp on growing the sport. Um, 2024 is going to be huge, obviously, like ZMAX now being on board. But then the exposure that Flow Racing offers the Cars Tour and streaming their events and continuing to push that envelope of streaming platforms, which is the future uh, when it comes to TV, when you think about it, streaming is extremely essential and gets out the names and the information for the entire world to see. So um, the fact that the Cars Tour is on there, again, I think it's a really good home for them. And uh, at NASCAR, being in uh, the broadcast division and working really closely with them as partners, we were ha- we were able to help facilitate how that all um was handled and worked closely with flow and with cars tour. And then of course, you know, this past year getting to be on their broadcast uh, was a lot of fun. So um, yeah, that I think it there's, you know, that's a great place for the series to go and I'm excited to see where they go um, in 24 and, and what becomes of it next. Cause it really seems like uh, the sky is the limit for them. Well, Miss Drake, I know you have a strong presence on social media. You're always, uh, you know, tweeting or putting posts up on Facebook. Um, if our listeners want to follow along with you during the off season, or maybe catch up with what's going on with you, your race schedule, what you're going to be doing with not only a flow racing but also NASCAR routes, uh, where can they go to keep up with you and follow along to get the latest info and news? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm typically on Instagram, uh, Facebook, like you mentioned, and then also Twitter, just under my name, Jacqueline Drake or at the one and only JKD. Um, also, just want to ask listeners, too, with it being the holiday season coming up, I worked really closely with a nonprofit in Charlotte. It's called Loaves and Fishes. They donate food to people uh, 
that are in need and they are always looking for assistance. Or if you just want to, if you're in the area, if you can go and volunteer and help pack boxes, I've done that. So uh, if you guys want to check that out, it's a really cool uh, program. Hey guys, this is Matt Hagen, driver of Tony Stewart Racing Nitro Funny Car, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, race fans, welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week right here on your great racing station and, of course, your favorite podcast location. He's been the bridesmaid, but by golly, now he's won the whole championship for the top fuel for NHRA. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome none other than Doug Galetta. Doug, welcome to the program, sir. Appreciate it. Dude, 26 years, 587 starts. Goodness gracious, this has to be just the most exciting time of your life to win the top fuel championship and it all come down to one race. The top of the bucket list to pull it off. It's definitely a happy day back at Mona, for sure. Well, you know, Doug, uh, I will have to say this, that out of all the NHRA drivers that I've ever talked with or, or met and everything else, I've never met somebody or never talked with somebody that has such a great diversity of background with racing like you do because you didn't always just run straight in drag racing you did a little oval racing too back in the day didn't you yeah we did that uh it was about 10 years i ran the uh, used back midget sprint cars um we actually have tony stewart has been involved quite a bit we his team car uh, one of the cars that he he owns and um, his wife drives uh, leah she was in the final against us so she was going for a championship so um but yeah, it's great having Tony Stewart out there at the uh, at the NHRA and uh, and with his history of um, of what he's done and and I kind of grew up racing the spring car and midgets back in the day with him so it uh, it's kind of cool to, to see him out there now after all he's accomplished in motorsports with um, NASCAR and spring cars and all the teams and stuff that he that he does uh, that he operates um, but now it was. It was a lot of fun, definitely running those spring cars and midgets, and it really did help me with car control with this dragster that I'm that I'm uh, driving. So you know, even though they they go straight on occasion, you gotta manhandle that thing and get it to the finish line. And the spring car experience definitely helped. So all the praise and all the 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 praise and champion and everything has to go to you because you, as our 2023 NHRA Top Fuel Championship winner. Dude, man, I mean, you you cannot ask for a better trophy to put on that shelf. And, and I understand that there was some shadows that you were in the midst of or some things with, you know, family members and everything else. But this has got to be one of the biggest things that you can just say, you know what, check the box off and I'm done. Now, are you going to stick with Top Fuel, or are you going to move over to Funny? Yeah, no, I'm going to stick with the uh, Top Fuel. Uh, it's kind of what I've always driven. And, uh, you know, we've got the one funny car, and JR's doing a great job. JR Todd is doing a great job driving that. Day. So, uh, so we're going to stay with Sean and I driving the drag, driving the uh, DHL-sponsored funny car. So but funny cars are cool to drive. I will have to say that. You didn't even know that you won the race. Because you couldn't see the light. How? What happened there? Yeah, usually at Pomona, the sun is 
when it's setting on the, in the end of the day, it's, you know, you kind of have to uh, tape up your shield. That's, that's what I do. I don't know if everybody else does that, but, uh, but the, even after, uh, for some reason, the wind light thing just, it wasn't working on that particular run. So uh, even the guys on the starting line, there was no wind light in either lane. So everybody was kind of confused on even who won, um, you know, that was, that were standing there. So, but once you look at the time and see what both cars ran, um, yeah, so it's just one of those deals. But usually you can see if you're behind, you can, you know, if you're, you have to, close races you can't really see the other car but if you see the other car you're definitely behind and uh so you know you're not seeing anybody over there in that left lane that's ahead of you you're just hoping for the best really and uh one of those deals i mean there's nobody until you get off the track there's really nobody that you can kind of see down there and uh if they tell you to pull up to the left where the, the media folks are then you know you're in business and uh and that was definitely a sight for sore eyes for me because i I definitely wanted to win that race and win that championship. And, uh, and it, like I said, came down to that last run, winner take all. And, uh, and the boys, they pulled it off with a, a great performance run with the car. And, and I managed to uh, have a good, uh, good run in my lane and got her done. So definitely, uh, it was a huge relief for me to get, uh, you know, get our first championship. And, and I'll be out there again next year trying to repeat. My guys appear to be all staying. We're, Looks like we're all staying together, so uh, get through the off season, and we'll get back after it and start this all over. But we'll definitely have a, a great off season celebrating what we accomplished, and uh, yeah, it was great. It was fun. It was great. Hey, this is Brandon Jones, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you here along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southfield. We continue on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast and we're very honored and privileged to welcome our next guest here via the food depot zoom line and she is one of the newest members of the 20th class of the nascar drive for diversity driver development class courtesy of nascar and our great friends over at rev racing and we're honored and privileged to welcome one of those uh, drivers that will be joining rev racing here in uh, 2024 ladies and gentlemen this is another georgia driver from jackson georgia Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Miss Lainey Bice. Miss Bice, thank you so much for taking the time to join us this week here on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're having a great day today, my friend. Yes, thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. Well, congratulations. As I mentioned in the opening, uh, you were part of an, a, a very elite group of drivers as you were selected to be one of the members of the driver development team over at Rev Racing for uh, 2024, the 20th NASCAR Drive for Diversity Driver Development uh, class. So for you, you're 16 years old, so you're still extremely young. So you must have started this at such a young age. Tell us a bit about your racing career, how it started and, and how you got to where you are. Absolutely. So I actually started in go-karts when I was 10 years old. So I haven't been doing it too long now. And um, I got started by going by a go-kart shop and I convinced my dad to take me in one day. And um, he tried to convince me to go get ice cream instead. But I was like, hey, let's go inside, please. And I'd always have a love for like 
going fast. Um, we went in that day, and I'm pretty sure I had a racing go-kart the next week. And we went to the track multiple, multiple times out of the month just to practice. And then I fell in love with it. And then I actually flipped the go-kart back in 2020, right when COVID hit. And I broke my collarbone. And I think that's what made the shift to a legend car. So I started legend cars when I was 13. And um, I think that was really when I fell in love with it. Um, I, I loved racing. I loved competing. I loved pushing myself to be better. And then this past year in January, made the jump to late model stocks. We started that. Um, I would have been 16 then. So um, it was a big jump. Legends <laughs> to late models is huge. Um, and, you know, I love it. Uh, I think really when I got into a late model and started doing good and competing and just enjoying every single bit of it the sweating the the long laps the having to push yourself being hard on yourself learning I mean everything I just fell in love with even more and um so we've done that we ran about 28 races this year and um every single one of them you know I just tried to learn as much as possible and tried to go out there and just do the best that I could and yeah I think that's really what where where the interest and love and racing just really sparked now, as I mentioned, you're part of the newest class for the uh, driver development team over at Rev Racing. Um, how did you find out about this? And, and how did you feel when you found out you were chosen as one of the select few members to join this amazing development team? So funny story. I actually um, applied back in 21 for the first time. And I applied for three years in a row. And I just got accepted this year to um, be in the combine. And, you know, it was an, it was an incredible experience and an incredible opportunity that, you know, I'm very, very thankful to have gotten to um, be in included in. And, you know, I learned so much throughout the combine and just being able to communicate with those people and being interviewed and being put in the conference room and having to sit up in front of 30 people that were asking questions, just random pop-up questions was something that I'd never done before. And it was really, really cool to experience. And um, just everything about it, you know, I, I was, when I got the word that I was being invited to the combine, I was just so thankful and so excited and just, I felt so blessed that I got the opportunity to be in it. And, um, you know, I just went into it thinking, I'm just going to do the best that I can. And I'm going to be honest, a lot of people had asked me, hey, did you kind of prepare for the interview part or anything? And I was like, you know what, I really didn't. I just spoke from the heart and just really just focused on where everything was coming from, which is coming from what really was in my heart and what was what I wanted to say instead of kind of um, scripted. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, just everything about it. I tried to prepare the best that I could in other ways on track, go-kart track and stuff like that. And just putting in a lot of effort into it because I knew that this opportunity would have been an opportunity of a lifetime. And that's something that I've always um, focused on is just showing people that, you know, I deserve a shot and I want a shot. And so that's just going forward. You know, that's where I'm at. And um, I'm super thankful to give an opportunity to be on the development team for next year. And I'm excited to show them what I can do and excited to show them, you know, how much I want it. Speaking with 2024 NASCAR Drive for Diversity Driver Development Team member Lainey Boyce. Is that correct? Boyce. Close. Okay. Uh. <laughs> No, it's okay. Okay. Miss Laney Bice on this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio. And the Rev Racing team is quite an impressive team. They have graduated a ton of drivers that are part of the Cub Series, Xfinity Series, and this year for the first time, the uh, Truck Series as well. So what's it like to be on a team that's not only helping 
you know, to develop young, diverse, you know, drivers, but also with a team that has a lot of success and has moved on a lot of drivers onto the higher levels in the tier of NASCAR racing. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's incredible uh, looking back at their history and how many drivers have come through that program that have really shown what they can do and just continue to climb through the ranks of NASCAR is incredible. And, you know, it really shows to doing the research and, and looking behind all of it also is, is all of them worked super hard for it and they showed that they deserved it. Not only were they chosen to be part of the diversity program, but they showed and they worked hard for where they are now. And so that's something that I look forward to doing and showing people that I can do also. And so um, I'm really excited about that. And it's just really cool to be, um, chosen to be one of those drivers and get that opportunity you look up to people that have made it through the rev racing uh drive for diversity program and so um looking at those guys and seeing what they're where they're at and what they're doing now is is incredible it gives you a a great hope for the future (laughs) that's for sure and what have they told you you'll be doing them from uh, uh doing for them in 2024 which race series will you be a part of for rev racing I will pe- I will be part of the um, Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series. So I'll be racing late models again next year. Um, I just turned 17 years old a few weeks ago. So um, still pretty young, pretty pretty early on. So I'm excited to continue to use next year to just develop even more and, and hopefully be ready to move up the next time. I don't know. I just want to show the guys, you know, or everybody that's in it that I can do it. And then I'm, I have the work ethic and I want to win. And so that's something that's really important to me. So I'm excited to just develop and continue to learn next year. Well, Lainey, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Southern Racing Radio. If our listeners want to keep up with you, follow along with what's going on with Rev Racing for you 2024, as far as your racing schedule, bio, or any other kind of information racing schedule where can we steer them to get all the latest information about you on social media or or website or whatever you got available absolutely so my instagram is just laney vice racing l-a-n-i-e-b-u-i-c-e racing and then um my facebook is just my first last name laney vice so um you can follow both of those and um i post all the time about my racing and try to keep it up to date so um, that'll be a good resource this is natalie deckard and you're listening to southern race week all right welcome back to this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio for you here along the far flung southern race week radio network it's the as we wrap up this brand new week's edition of southern race week radio along with the southern race week radio podcast but once again we want to thank our great guests for joining us this week here on the program the executive vice president and general manager of atlanta motor Speedway, brandon hutchinson also, Jacqueline Drake of Flow Race and also NASCAR Roots, which is at NASCAR.com. Also, thanks to Doug Coletta, NHRA champion, and then also a driver for Rev Racing in the diversity program in 2024 from Georgia, Laney Bice. So thank you so much to those great guests for joining us this week here on a Southern Race Week Radio. And if you want to listen back to this week's episode or any of our previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio, just head on over to iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And you can download, listen in, and subscribe to the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. So please take the time to do that. And also, we're in the middle of the off-season right now, but there's plenty of news going on in the IndyCar Series, NHRA, and NASCAR. So to make sure you are up to date with the latest in off-season racing, 
news, and information, just head on over to our social media platforms. You can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the race week or follow us on Twitter at SRW Radio. And also our email address is available too. If you want to drop us an email, let us know what you think about the podcast or the radio show. Just head on over and send us your emails to srwradio at yahoo.com. That is srwradio at yahoo.com. But coming up next week will be our last brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we'll take some time off in the offseason to enjoy the holidays and the offseason. Of course, we'll have best of programming and then we'll kick off a new season of Southern Race Week Radio in February of 2024. So enjoy the rest of your weekend and we'll catch back up with you next week right here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. <laughs>